Chapter 4 The People and the Place I realize that now would be a good time to introduce you to the inhabitants of the Oasis of the Gods, as much of what happens next requires it. Each condominium was sold via agent or personal contact throughout Europe and overseas. I came about the prospect from a dear friend who was a real estate agent. Get in on the ground floor, she had said. It will be a resort that can easily pay you back dividends once the development is complete. One or two years top, she said. So I leapt. So far, it was only about a third sold. There were lots of empty places, which gave an eerie tone to the seaside feel. I preferred to ignore a comment made by the Irish, the ghosts collect in empty spaces. I rather think of it as a kind of abandoned paradise. The development sat dormant, expectantly awaiting a construction team to dig the pool, lay the cement for the tennis courts, etc. But a gardener placed pretty little pansies and daisies at the base of the palm tree planters, which gave us all hope that the management was on top of things. The community consisted of the ground floor investors, who sporadically showed up with a car full of, or a taxi full of luggage, lawn chairs or armfuls of bedding and grocery bags. It was a move-in slash vacation weekend vibe as they pulled out their keys to open their dusty front doors. A quick rundown of the players will help you wrap your head around the next events and our part in it. As I said before, my name is Katie Honey, not my real name, and I'm from England. I'm a former model with the Ford Agency, a former beauty queen slash actor, formerly married to former manager of a hedge fund. I'm aware that this is a lot of past, but maybe that's why I've travelled so far. Did I mention that the Oasis of the Gods is the southernmost tip of Europe? I suppose I was hoping that it was just far enough to put all that past behind me. I'm currently a documentary film producer, entrepreneur, mother and single, not in that order, but I am firmly committed to all of it except the single part. I am definitely open to the next adventure that comes in the shape of an interesting, accomplished man who can carry his own weight in the relationship. Life is definitely more sweet with a strong, attentive companion by your side. To me, men are not essential, but they are the sweetener of life, the cherry on the top. That's where the Italian way of life and I mesh, and I intended to be wide open for opportunities on that front. I'm not alone in that. There were three other eligible ladies at the Oasis of the Gods. There was Glenda, whom you've met, a nosy, in-over-her-head perfectionist, who was a former stewardess for Royal Jordanian Airlines. For this reason, she envisioned herself as the hostess with the mostess. But since she came into the Oasis with every penny she had, after selling everything back in Scotland. Then there's Roxy, who came to the Oasis by way of a gift from her husband, had a fit and lithe body because of her commitment to pole dancing. She also happened to be a natural-born leader, even if she was only needing the men of the community to do her bidding. Also, we have Elisabetta, an oversexed cleaning woman, who had her eye on a swarthy handyman from the nearest town, whom she would invite to whatever empty villa she happened to be cleaning at the time. I had been told that she and the handyman could be heard through various thin walls and some not so thin. The Swedish DJ made sure I was in the loop and reported all of her comings and goings. While none of these women welcomed my presence as a competitor for the scanty numbers of eligible men in the area, but since I was flying from one film shoot to the next, I only antagonized them as often as the African Sirocco's, that is, until our world eventually imploded. More on that shortly. There was a Welsh family. Duffy Roberts, 
a guitar-playing car dealer who only seemed to know how to play Tom Jones' music. His wife, Claire Roberts, was also a car dealer. They came to the Oasis because of the success of their business. They actually were raised on Welsh farms, which were famously windy, cold and wet. The Oasis of the Gods was their home in the sun and proved to their friends back home that they'd arrived to the jet set. The Irish were an interesting pod of superstitious and often funny folk. Molly, Jessie, Johnny, Mary, Pat and Bambi Malone. They were fun to watch flock in a group from one Italian destination to the next. Always in search of fun, they had an interesting take on the events of southern Italy, which gave me a lot of amusement and much-needed perspective. Finally, there were the mysterious Danish. I suppose we all originally wanted to be mysterious enough to be left alone in our reveries by the sea. But in fact, they always managed to confound us with one new family development after another. They were sophisticated, soft-spoken, but seemed to find drama without looking for it. Daily, they would often keep to themselves, since they had the condo closest to mine. That was a godsend. They loved the sun and could be found at the beach, sunning and swimming. They seemed to know just when to welcome others to a barbecue, but they never imposed. That skill was clearly lacking in some, you'll soon see. <laughs> 